Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, welcome to the Redmen TV. It's the build-up show of Pearl Chelsea this weekend in the Premier League. Both teams will have to bounce back from Champions League defeats. Um, Kiss, Payjack, John Mason, Jonas, Chris, you first. It's these again. I know. Um, I've seen too much of Chelsea already this season because that Super Cup was just almost one of the most harrowing experiences of my life. It's it's a really tough good. game that though, wasn't it? That was so long and so arduous. With you know, ultimately with a, with a, with, a, with a great reward at the end of it. But um, yeah, I I was really expecting them to be terrible this season, and they've been really up. They've been really up and down. To be fair, but. I think the performance that we saw from Chelsea in that Super Cup means that I am, I am, and I think we should be very, very wary of how good they can be. Absolutely, I think you know, for me, I think Kante is still one of the best midfielders in the country. You know, playing his trade over here, I think he's absolutely brilliant, and the way that he played against us in the Super Cup, he was, was the best midfielder on the pitch. Though, was, I think he was the best player on the pitch. Never mind, just the best midfielder. I think he was that good, and he was in one, of, and he's always in one of those types of form, isn't he? Where if he plays. He plays like that, and it's almost like you can't get past him. No matter if there's four midfielders against just him, you feel the Kante is going to come out on top. And you know, I thought there'd be a much bigger drop off from them losing even Hazard than there has been. I think Lampard does deserve credit for the way that he's managed to get Abraham and Mount up for uh, you know the early part of the season. Obviously, Mount's picked up an injury against Valencia. Uh, hopefully, he's not out for too long. Um, but Liverpool should capitalise on the fact that he, he probably won't be playing. The likelihood is a Willian or a Pedro will be in there anyway. Kante was rested midweek, so he's going to come in fresh and firing. It's going to be a very, very tough game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's interesting because yeah, being able to... Rest and Kante for the champ for the Champions League game, but it maybe tells you a little bit. Whereas we, you know, we rested the week before, went went strong in Napoli. I suspect we'll go just as strong again for this game. But I wonder whether that there is a thing in where Lampard knows that the, the Premier League's where he really needs to be getting things getting things right. Yeah, I, I, I can't imagine he'd want to get beat by Liverpool at home. You know, that it's. Um... It, it's quite a blow, isn't it? If one of the top six team beats you, particularly on your own ground, so you won't want to lose it. Um, and he'll, he'll he'll obviously think after the Super Cup that he can beat us yeah. um, if he gets his best team out. Um, and, and and what I liked about them and didn't like about them at the same time was the way they were were able to get along the lines and get behind us yeah. and at pace. Um, I thought that was really impressive. Yeah. And it, I do wonder why they're not doing as well 
as I would have expected after that game. Oh, it makes yeah. you wonder, doesn't it? Because obviously Tammy Abram starting starting midweek, he's been in unreal form for them since since we since we played them. Mercifully, wasn't when we you know when we actually did play them. Um, but it makes you wonder whether they'll put Julio in for the for this because he had he did have such a good game against us. He caused us so many so many problems. Um, but weirdly, because of the way the forms kind of panned out. I actually think I'd be, at this point now we, we feel a little bit more up to speed than what we're doing. I think I'd actually probably prefer Juru in this game than to to to, to have it. Tammy Abrams into my fantasy team right from the start of the season. Yeah, and then when we played them, I took him out because I thought he's not going to play. Juru's yeah. going to play. Yeah. And then, of course, he plays and starts scoring. I had to put him back in again. Where is he in now? Yeah. Well, my dad's comfortably top of the league, unfortunately. Um, the um, <laughs> um, yeah, that's not the, why I brought it up. No, 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 of course not. The uh, the Mason, the Mason Mount stuff is is interesting. I mean, you know, we keep coming back. There's not going to celebrate an, an opponent getting injured, if only because as I think Chris is right to say we hope he's not up for a long time because he's a really good player, and we we're done we're done with Chelsea for a bit after this. You know what I mean? I want I want Chelsea taking points off off, off people. You know, um, elsewhere in the league, I'm I'm happy for him not to be involved in this game because. He had a really good game against us in the Super Cup again. I think he's been a he's been one of their top performers so far. So it, if if he's unavailable for this game, then it it has to be a good thing. Yeah, I think I said take advantage. I think that's what Liverpool need to do at the moment. You know, he's he's sort of he already feels like one of the reasons that Tammy Abraham's doing so well. You know, he's he's arriving late into the box. He's he's pulling defenders away. Abraham's able to find a little bit of space maybe because of that. He's scoring goals himself. He's been a very dangerous player, but. Um, Equally, I think if Liverpool play to their potential and we bounce back, uh, I can't see the Chelsea have got quite enough yeah. to take us on. I think it's it, it is, we looked. It's weird because we talked about this on the final word show that you know that Liverpool looked knackered by the end of the game, but I think so much of that is psychological and physiological. I think you know when the game the game one nils were pretty much done. It's definitely done a done a two nil. It makes us seem like we were probably more broken. Well, you, you're than bound we to be deflated, aren't yeah. you? Suddenly you, you, you can see the bad penalty, and then you can see another one. You know, and you're you're playing in twenty eight degrees heat or something, and you know, yeah. So I I, I think we'll be fine. You know. Come the Chelsea game. Yeah, I, I, if nothing else as well, I think there's a because I think Tammy Abraham's actually referenced it about taking out their anger on Liverpool, which sounds like wonderful, famous last words. But I think both both sides will be doing have, have a similar mentality, and you know, let's move away from talking about Chelsea. But for Liverpool, Chris, we this was a period of the season last year where we we struggled a bit. You know, we we, lot, we were losing away games in the Champions League, and then we were dropping points, we were drawing games in in, in the Premier League as well. We very much need to get back on the, the horse here because, for as much as it was great, there was that lovely five point lead that we have over Manchester City. This is still the nature. This is still the nature of the game. Still the nature of the beast and the nature of the challenge facing us is that we need to get back up and running very, very quickly yeah, because and, they're not going to drop many points. Klopp, Klopp has done that consistently over the last two years. You know, we don't lose normally two games on the bounce. We very rarely lose a game, never yeah. mind two on the bounce. So or even just two poor results is few and far between for us nowadays. So the squad are uh, the squad are easily capable of bouncing back and performing well. I think the big thing for me and, and, and I don't know whether you guys talked about it on the final word show, but we had two days rest. I know Chelsea had two days rest before their defeat as well. You have Sunday and you have Monday, and then you didn't. You tra we travelled away. Mm. You know, it's a three, four-hour flight. 
at least we've got five days, you yeah. know what I mean, or four days rest, or whatever it is. It's a much bigger gap for us this time. There'll be proper recovery. There'll be proper tactical analysis. There'll be they've got film as well on Chelsea and how they've played this season. Yeah. They'll have, we've played them once already, so we know we th how we think they're going to set up. Klopp's very good when and he's playing. Our, teams our defense is functioning better now than it was in the Super Cup. Yeah. We were still sort of bedding in this new high line, weren't we? And yeah. I think we got caught quite a lot in that game, yeah. playing that system. And I think we're much better at the back now. It's it's a, it's one of those things, isn't it? Because we, I think everyone's a, a reaction to the Napoli. I think the, inevitably people lose their heads over all kinds, don't they? Especially on social media. But I think the the response to the defeat against Napoli been uh, actually quite pleased with how well people have taken it. Because the good thing, kind of like the, the Chelsea thing, we had that basis of comparison with Napoli last season. So you can see how, how much better we were in general, and you can see the, the, the odd decisions and mistakes and all that. Are what what ultimately cost what ultimately cost us in that game. But so many people immediately turn into well, Chelsea's the game I really wants to focus on. Chelsea's the game we really wanted to win, yada, yada, yada. And that's great talk, but it's it, it, it needs to be, this is the point now where it needs to be backed up because you're right, you know, and we, we, are, we are historically much, we are very good at bouncing back from, from defeat. There's a nice there's a nice thing about it at the moment. and If it pans out like last season, you're better off getting your defeats out the way in, in the Champions League because we've proven you can Certainly lose away. Well, yeah, you can prove well, you can lose games and still They're not crucial, progress. are they? That's the thing. You get beat in the Premier League, you know, you've got City breathing down your neck. Whereas yeah. if you get beat in, in the league, in the uh, Champions League, well, it's redeemable, isn't it? Yeah. That's the thing. Do we, the thing is, we're still a really difficult team to beat. Yeah. The fact that we got beat by Napoli, you know, that, that, it's atypical, isn't well, it? Well, I was saying about that is that it showed you how you can lose games and you can lose any game of football the way that we lost to Napoli and that that's it doesn't matter how good you are if a, if a referee gives a bad decision or you get it or someone just get as a, as a as a mistake in them or whatever that's how you lose that's how city lost games last season city lost games because someone st would stick a world in the top bin which can, which can, can happen they, did, they very rarely were outplayed and lost games of football and that's the one thing for us is that's what we need to go get back onto the horse and that's why we should have a general sense of confidence going into this weekend and i'm, I'm glad that that seems to be the pervading mood yeah, think, around things the other thing for me is napoli played really well as well mm. you know those two teams first half it was a brilliant game of football second half i thought the ref the, it looked like they changed refs it just it was refereed in a completely different manner but Napoli still played well they still played through us at times that you know we saw what ha what can happen in the Premier League last weekend when Norwich played through Manchester City they played very very well and got a deserved result Napoli got a deserved result even in the manner in which that we conceded our goals where you know it was just kind of taken away from us. Napoli played really well. Liverpool played really well in that game. Yeah. There's no performance issues yeah. here for yeah. me exactly. moving into exactly. this weekend. This isn't coming off the back of the, Napoli the, away the, last season where you're going, God, we were dreadful there. The midfield didn't have control. We couldn't pass the ball to our own men. You know, we again we said we got five reasonable opportunities at least in, in in that game, and that's that for me is the the barometer of roughly where you are as a side. And it always that sounds like clutching at straws when you're not in a great run of form, but we've been in great form for so long that we're allowed to. To, to lose yeah, the occasional you, game, particularly when you're still putting decent performances you, in. You're a five, six, seven yard pass away from Mane, from Salah scoring off Mane. I mean, and and that was it, nil nil. 
Now, Liverpool, I think, will create opportunities against Chelsea. You've put the stats down on here, and I, I, I laughed when I read it. They're scoring like the top four, they're equal third with, with Spurs with 11 goals, and they're, the, and they're conceding like bottom three side with 11 goals conceded with a goal difference of zero after five games. Yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing. Liverpool aren't up and down like that, and, and actually that's kind of like Chelsea have been so far this season. They've had good games, they've had bad. That's what happens when a new yeah. manager comes in and, and young players, inconsistencies happen throughout. Yeah. Now, they might bounce back and they might have a better game, but they are weak defensively compared to us, yeah, and yeah. we need to be able to they'll, take advantage of that. They'll probably raise their game against us because it's us, yeah. particularly after losing in, in the Champions League. But uh, we're good enough to to score goals against them and uh, we should be able to win. It's, um, uh, Brewster goes away with the travelling squad, doesn't make it on the bench in in, in Champions League, Chris. And I, and I wondered at the time whether it was a, a game plan there to have, you know, have, a, have the extra defender on the pitch. And uh, the hypothesis it might have been Robertson's fitness, which is, which is fine. I wonder whether, you know, we don't know whether Divock Origi is going to be fit for this if he is great but when we reach the point where not having a natural replacement for the front three we might need so I mean, it's a lot of pressure to throw on a, a Brewster it's probably a week too soon really you know it would have been nice to get the the, the Milton Keynes game out, you know out, out of the way but what about what what, what do you think on this would you would you chuck him in at least on the bench for this just to give you someone because the issue we faced with Napoli is you're chasing a game and you've got Oxide Chamberlain and Jaden Shakiri as your offensive substitutions. Yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not sure we did chase the game against Napoli. And I think that might be why Brewster was on wasn't on the bench. I'm not sure it was ever in Klopp's mind to go and chase the game. Mm-hmm. If Liverpool were a goal down or two goals down and found themselves that I don't think you need to kill yourself over 90 minutes and blow yourself out when you've got a, a huge league campaign to come back to, yeah. is the is my honest opinion yeah. of it. Um, now, there'll be people out there who disagree with me and stuff like that. But, but does that change now that it's the Premier League? And you, it you does, have, yeah. it does. And I, and I do put Brewster onto the bench in case you need a spark or something because you will chase points in the Premier League. We saw it from last season, and John said it earlier, you don't need to win every game in the Champions League. And, and after six games, if you're through... You're not count. meant to need to win every game in the Premier League, no. but City have changed the rules, haven't they? Yeah. So, you know, you've, you're right, the pressure's on there. One little nice narrative around it is that, potentially anyway... Obviously, he's come from Chelsea, hasn't he, Brewster? And there might just be something in that. That you know, he's he's also got. I mean, potentially it would have been Mason Mount, but obviously definitely Tammy Abraham. You've got a bunch of kids who come up from the same crop as well through England, England sides and, and what have you. Yeah, that I'm not again. And he's not going to start this he will game. Think, but he, he will think if he gets on that he has something to prove yes. because of the other like Tammy Abrahams and people are scoring goals yes. and playing regularly. The only proviso for me though is in terms of who's fit and who isn't. Mm-hmm. You know, if Robbo, for instance, isn't fit and we have to play, you know, Gomez or Milner there, that's obviously opens up space on the bench, you know, for Brewster as well. Yeah. But there may be, you know, other things that, that come into play which we don't know about yet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, right, we're going to come back and talk a little bit about preferred 11s in a moment. But before we do, the Around the League podcast, hosted by Ben Kelly, was an absolute belter this week as they got to look back in depth and detail at uh, the Man City Norwich game and a whole host of other issues that are going on in the world of the Premier League. Is Yeah, no, well, I, I said to me, mate, last week, who's a United fan, and I was quite surprised the amount of people that you've... You, know, you mentioned Lukaku there, Mkhitaryan yeah. went... Uh, Darmian went. Was it Sanchez went? Sanchez went. I don't know why Sanchez didn't didn't, didn't play. Well. Smalling's gone, and I think there's two or three others. 
you haven't started Europa League football yet. There's a concern you like thinking you're saying you, know, um, you should you should be higher up in the league. But like you talk, talk about our squad depth, you start mm. playing football on Thursdays, which is a nightmare, by the way. Yeah. Going to I think you've got some difficult away trips as well, haven't you? To then play Premier League. Where is Astana? I think it might be Azerbaijan. Ah, okay, local. But that might be wrong. Not too far. Yeah, uh, but, but but going yeah. forward, is that continuing? Because like the, the next month yeah. for us is, is pretty hectic. I imagine it is for you guys as well. And FA Cup football in there as well. Yeah, so it's one of them. The players we've got rid of, I'm happy with what we've got rid of because we've been screaming for it for about five years. Players like Darmian, Darmian has been ready to go for three years, and for some for whatever reason it's not happened, they've held on to him. Smalling's been given new contracts, but they finally got rid of him. Somehow Rocco's still there, and it's one of them. We are light now in most areas of the squad, but I think we we've, we've got to get rid of those players and. Mm. Get more start when, they, when the opportunity starts, basically, it it, it was never going to be sell eight, buy eight sort of thing. Yeah. It, I, I'd rather have gotten rid of them than keep them around, to be honest. And it, you know, if, if if we get undone in the Europa League, so be it. I think we have to look at it as a sort of longer term thing. I I, I do think we're going to have a poor season, but I think we could be quite a lot better next season. The the defence looks sorted out. It's it's the midfield that's the big issue, and mm. back up across the front three. Which we did have, but you know Sanchez was quite clearly bringing everyone down. In the, in the same, it, it seemed to be in the same way that Mourinho was, a sort of just a miserable bloke lumping around the training ground, sort of thing. On four hundred and fifty grand a week, exactly. And poor, poor guy. Away. And Lukaku seemed to fall out with everyone at the club. So I'm I'm happy to see him go. We we, we got most of the money back as well. So. But yeah, we we are obviously quite light in a few positions, but I think we it, it's for the greater good, if you like. Next, I caught up with Scott from 100% Chelsea. And what about, like, you know, we talked about Chelsea's weaknesses and stuff, Scott. Um, how, if Chelsea's to win the game, mm. what is it that you have to do? Uh, I think the main... So I've watched a bit of Liverpool this season where I can and whatnot. I think the best place would be the same where it is for us, and that's attacking the fullbacks. Um because especially with Alexander-Arnold, we saw it against Newcastle with Willems, got turned very easily, um, doesn't look quite as defensively sound as he did last season. Uh, so that's where we could get him. But again, that's where Mount would have been brilliant, where having him, or sorry, not having him is now even worse for the game. But as I said, I think just play the same way. It might not be quite as easy with Liverpool because of how high you press, how much you press, how much pressure that we're going to be under. But I think we can only play the game that we've been playing the rest of the season. Check out the full version of the Oppo Insights on the RedmenTV.com. Start your free month subscription uh, and get that as well as a whole host of other content, including the Foreseen Around the League podcast. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Um, gents, uh, as you say, Dad, it, it, it's tough. We don't have a full picture of Liverpool's fitness and whatever. We never do, really, do we? To be fair, uh, given that we, you know, Robbo didn't. <laughs> we train use physioroom.com. Yeah, no, Robbo <laughs> didn't train the day before we played in the Champions League game, and then goes and plays plays against Napoli. Um, why we call it preferred 11s, not the actual 11 that's going to happen. That misfortune will fall I mean, on Fisher's shoulders I'm, I'm this week. Personally, thinking Gomez needs a game. Yeah. But, you know, does he, can he wait till MK dons? I, I don't know. The issue we had, because we... I you look at Milner it, last night against uh, Napoli. Mm. He looked like he'd rusty, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm. He'd not played for a while. And instead of being really fit and healthy, because he hadn't played for a while, he just looked a bit rusty. And the, the issue with the Gomez stuff is, where does he get... I mean, it makes sense... So it makes sense to freshen things up. So it wouldn't shock me if there was, I, I, I think, two changes probably just to make two just to make two changes. But it's slightly impacted by the fitness of Divock Origi and the fact that I don't think Gomez played particularly well at right back in the Super Cup in in this game. We were crying out for Trent, and again I mentioned this in the build up to Napoli because we're facing a situation increasingly of like. You need Trent to play every game because he's so, he's just so important to, to to how to how we attack. So it it, it it's going to be a, a very difficult set of decisions I think facing Klopp this week. Yeah, I mean personally, I, I I'd be leaning towards giving Robbo the day off. You know, I, I'm I'm hesitant to say he was disappointed against Napoli. I think there were there were reasons why he wasn't at his absolute but best. It wasn't it wasn't a game where he was bombing forward and showing that kind of ability. No, and I think that's mainly because of maybe the injury that he was carrying. And, and you know, I think when you look at it now, and we're talking about one game, if he plays and aggravates anything, that's a, that's the area of the pitch where we're at our absolute weakest. Mm-hmm. And he's such a impactful player for us. If we push him one game too far and we lose him for six, seven, eight weeks, then that, that could be catastrophic to the title. It depends what it is, doesn't it? We don't miss the problem with us not knowing, is that it was phrased as a knock. Now, a knock's a knock, you know what I mean? You talk, it's not like a, a strain or a whatever. So you'd imagine the, the, the impact of that is should, if, that, if that's the case, should be slightly less. But I, I agree that you're, you're right, is that it's still about how you train and, and how, how capable you are of, of, of getting yourself 100% physically ready for the match. And you're, I think that's, that has an impact because we're so much about rhythm, we're so much about making sure players are, are ready and stuff. And Robbo probably wouldn't have been risked if we had someone even close to his, to his level because, you know, Firmino doesn't play at the uh, last weekend because... Not too, it's not too big a drop off at times. You, you can cope with Origi in, in in those kind of games. I, you know, having said the two changes thing, it actually wouldn't shock me massively if Klopp, with the exception maybe bringing Wan Alden in for Milner, just goes. Basically, definitely doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what he does. Just go, just go, it's what go he does. again, lads, because we have at least got the Milton Keynes game coming up in, in the midweek. That you can take your key components out for that if you want to. Yeah, absolutely. Um... 
I suppose it's 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 about balance. We're we're playing important games every three or four days now, so you've got to husband your resources properly, haven't you? You know, you can't afford to run them into the ground. But at the same time, as we said earlier, you've got to win every game, so yeah. you've got to have the best players on the pitch. Really, is difficult. Yeah. Who'd be a manager, eh? No, I know absolutely. I um, there's nothing too. Honestly, there's not. I don't think there's anything outside of that. I said there's, there's there's outside shouts and outside chances. Like I say, Gomez could play. Wow, someone's trying to get through the wall. Um, the um, there's outside shouts like Gomez could, could Gomez could play. Gomez could play. He could back. play left back. Yeah. Yeah, an option depends on the on the fitness of Milner. You could put Oxlade Chamberlain in for this game. You could. I don't think. I don't think we will, you know, and I see you're right. I think by and large, a smart well, that depends on. I would have think, think that depends on Henderson. If Henderson's fit, he'll play. Uh, if not, then Ox will play there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like the matchup of of Hendo more than Ox in this game because of Kante actually. Because you know, when those two they play the central midfield, they're rolling quite different ways. But Ox likes to run through the middle. And that's just running into Kante in this game, isn't it? Whereas at least Henderson does go more wide and might be able to pull him away, create a bit of space for Firmino if he's the guy tracking. So I, I prefer that matchup on paper. Interesting to see what they do with Kante though, isn't it? Because you know, like, you know, still the, he's, he's carried on a little bit of the stuff from last season, hasn't he? Just not using him as a DM in the in the strictest sense. You know, we played basically played them more box to box against us in the Super Cup, didn't he? The Jorginho thing. So you raise it's who who are you who are you giving up? To Kante in, in, in this game, it might be it just depend on where they play him. If they play him wide and have Jorginho, you know, sl sluggishly running around midfield, then you know um, we can get away with all sorts. But if you bring Kante back into the middle, then you've got problems. Mm, yeah, it's going to be an interesting, interesting decision. But as you say, I, I would be surprised if it was anything other than what you'd expect from the back, from the back four, back five, including the goalkeeper. And when Alden to come in, it is just a Henderson fitness thing. But the Oxley Chamberlain's not there yet. No. In a month's time, having had another couple of games and a few more sub appearances, I think this is very much a game that you'd bring. Oxley I mean, I'd, I'd like for. to give him a game in uh, midweek. You yeah. Know, in that, that's yeah, the kind of game I'd, I'd like to see him play ninety minutes in. Absolutely. And, uh, I think there's a battle there to be had with him and him and Shakiri, You know, and say, go on, we'll give you, we're going to give you this game. See who puts in the best. Shift and, and puts themselves in, in in the pecking order, but again, right now, Shakiri's not played enough football for us in the midfield for you to trust him in a big game like this. And Oxley Chamberlain, you would trust him in big games, but physically, I'm not sure. And physically and psychologically, I don't think he's quite back to back to his peak yet. And and then again, and then you move into the front three, you're not gonna, you're not just gonna throw Brewster in for his first, you know, his first start. No. Away at Chelsea. Well, we saw him in, in um, pre-season that he was very good against lesser opposition. Yeah. When he when he came up against better defenders, he, he you know he really struggled. Yeah, absolutely. And, you, you and see he, he'll young, get better. He'll get better. But I think uh, you need that with young young young, young lads. I think you, you, no disrespect to them. You, you need to go, particularly as a goal scorer. Confidence is so big in this, and we're seeing this with with Tammy Abraham, aren't we? You know that. He, wasn't didn't make the didn't miss the decisive penalty against us in the Super Cup, but then once he gets it, finds his feet playing in the playing in the Premier League, he starts to get those goals. Michael Owen had this, you know, Michael Owen scores his first goal for Liverpool against Wimbledon, and then scores his second goal for Liverpool against Wimbledon the first game of the first game of the next season, and then he's away. So you know, you, we might find that that Ryan Brewster, MK Dons is the game where he he he, he gets up and running. Then from then on. See, the, the, you, he is an option the thing about young strikers is their confidence will drop 
quite dramatically if they go ten games without, yeah. without scoring. You get a, you only get you, one chance to get that youthful exuberance yeah. into yeah. the team, don't what, you? That what first what you need is one to bobble in off his knee and be credited to him, and then he's fine. Yeah, yeah. I take him, smack him on the top then. To be fair, but it's uh, however, however it comes. Um, just looking at the other fixtures then around the league this weekend: uh, Leicester hosting Spurs in the early game on Saturday. The Ev have got Sheffield United at Goodison. City hosting Wofford uh, on Sunday. West Ham hosting Man United. Arsenal got Villa. Uh, in terms of yeah, the teams that we we largely give a shit about, um, Man City, Wofford. <laughs> John Stones is out, isn't he? And we chatted about this on on Twitter. They're the a big basis. side, Watford. Like they're, they're a tall side, aren't they? So you, you, they're still not getting nothing. Like, but <laughs> <laughs> they, they might get something from a set piece. Yeah, I. Um, this is one of those things, isn't it? Where I actually the converse logic here applies that I'd have actually rather Stones and Otamendi played this game because I think they've got you know there's so much uncertainty and it's such a big talking point whereas they'll just they'll find another solution I think City whether it's Fernandinho or they put someone left back and they put Zinchenko in the centre or whatever or Walker in there because they bought a new right back anyway haven't they they've got about 15 full backs at that club and Mendy's fit again isn't he yeah so I think they'll be for now, for yeah. till next week. But it's interesting that on the commentary at Norwich, they were pointing out how City seem to be vulnerable from corners and crosses. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't seem to have the central defenders who can cope. So it'll be interesting to see how Watford take that because, uh, as you say, they're a big. big I can't see. I honestly can't see anything other than. I mean, if it was the other way, I think if it was a Vicarage Road, I'd think, oh, this could be. You know, because it's got that similarity. To, yeah, that and Carrow Road are quite similar as well in terms of atmosphere and all that kind of stuff. Like, but. At City, it'd be nice. It'd be nice, but I hold no hope. No Do you know, there is something else to, to these injuries and stuff. I mean, how many times have we seen a team take to the field against Manchester City and know that they're beat before they start? Yeah. Now, if there's just a few teams over the next four or five weeks that believe they've got a chance, that mm-hmm. that can make a big difference. Well, and to be fair, the, probably the perfect time for Watford off the back of the, the Arsenal the Arsenal result last week is that like giving them a little bit of a boost and think, you know, we go for stuff, we can make Yeah, we can they've make got the new happen. manager thing as well, haven't they? Well, sort of. Yeah, yeah, he's new. <laughs> the, the, the newish manager. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be putting any 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 of my money on it, like, but. Uh, yeah, I, I think the thing the thing with this is obviously our game. Our, they, they play before us, so that's one of the things. We'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. It, it. it would be lovely for us to be playing for a chance of being eight points clear of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I wouldn't hold any any great hope out in that. Um, anyone? Any outliers there? Anyone think anything mad's going to happen? Uh, well, I don't think it's mad, but I think Sheffield United are going to beat Everton. Really? Yeah. I think I, I've seen quite a bit of Sheffield United, and they're a good side. Yeah. They're a tough side, they're a resilient side and they're structured and they know exactly how they're playing they, footy they and it's all the things that Everton they, aren't. They struggle to score goals. I, I was speaking to Toffee TV lads this week because they're a bit down in the dumps at the moment but they, what their thing is like, they're brilliant at home. They, they don't, they're not, they think they'll beat everyone when, but, they, when they're at home but it's away from home, they can't Paul, handle stuff. But Paul, three weeks ago they had the best defence in the league, they were telling me. Oh, really? so, so they're always they're always saying something, and what hap- <laughs> and what happens is one at a time. Everton disprove that. Yeah, they disprove all their own theories. Yeah, yeah. and that's what Everton and Everton fans do. They've got theory dominoes, haven't they? Yeah, and basically see? one just knocks over the next one, knocks <laughs> over the next one, knocks over the next one. Yeah, and and you know they'll be. 
what, what are we now? We're coming up on October. This season generally ends around now and they give up until next year, don't yeah. they? I, I, the Leicester Spurs one's quite interesting because obviously United got the results against Leicester last week and I thought I thought Brendan might go and do a job there. I kind of fancy Spurs, Spurs again for this one, but it'll tell us a little bit because... The big talk is whether there's going to be one of those teams. There's going to be a breakout team from that little clutch between sort of seventh and seventh and ninth, like Leicester Wolves, Everton, potentially West Ham, etc., etc. Look at Wolves in relegation at the moment. Yeah, exactly. But if if this will tell us a bit about Leicester, obviously at home, if they are able to take points off Spurs, that I think that reaffirms them as that most likely side. It's something that you've always said, though. It's like you just need to string a few results to go massively up the table in those positions yeah. isn't it and it's it's also very easy to just lose two games on the bounce when you're one of those sides yeah. so it wouldn't surprise me if Leicester did win it wouldn't surprise me if Leicester lost but then equally Leicester could then go on a three game win streak the thing and is, be back it, up it's there a, again it, yeah. it's still early enough in the season to do that you know you score you, you get three, three or four wins and you go up the table you know, in four or five games time, it, st- it starts to become really difficult. Yeah. You know, you're stuck down in the in the bottom three and you're never getting out because everyone matches your results. The thing yeah. that's worth noting on that is obviously Spurs play Wednesday night in the in the Champions League, whereas Leicester will have had a week a, a week's break between things as well. And you know, again, some are they, is it Olympiacos? Are they away? The early kick, it's the early kick off on the on the on the, are we- they away? On, on the Wednesday. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Um, but yeah, you know, a, a potential contributing factor. You know, we're seeing that we always go on about this European thing, European hangover. We seem to have ours in Europe. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. We're at the ale too early. Yeah. That's our that's our problem. All on the Melabrea in Naples. To like, be fair, you know, those European ways, I'm, I'm normally hungover by half time. Um, so I can't imagine how the players feel. But yeah, there you go. Some interesting stuff potentially this weekend, but no more interesting than our game of football against Chelsea. Um, Dad, what do you think the score is going to be? 2 0. Okay, Chris. Um, 2 1 to Liverpool. I'll take a 3 1 to Liverpool in this one. It wouldn't shock me to see it be. Either one 0 to Chelsea or, or one all at, at some at some point, but I think over the full of I think we'll win this over the full ninety if that makes sense. Is that I don't think this game is going to be done and dusted in forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. I think it might be one where they kind of like Napoli was meant to go. You know they'll bl- they'll blow themselves out and we'll just have that bit extra to just put. It's mad how it's mad how we did that against Napoli. We we'd done the hard work. We battled through the first half. We got to seventy five. They were blowing out their arse. Yeah. And somehow we ended up losing. Two <laughs> 0 Yeah, yeah. But again, it can shows you these things. These things can happen, and Liverpool need to do everything in their power. I think to you know we've got to take those chances. We've got to be a bit more clinical. We can't afford to have back to back games where Mane, Salah, Firmino is just that. We just yeah, need that. You can't afford to rely on VAR getting things right. So. Yeah. yeah, it's true. True. And, it, and and just for anyone who was in the player ratings last night, I can't remember the name of your comment. The the comments, but the what the the you'll know you'll know who you are. The comments about our front three about how we need to improve on them. It was one game they didn't score in that. <laughs> one game away from home. People are weird. There was no need for If you want more examples of that, buy good, me Good both. luck with improving on them. Yeah, good luck. Obviously, yeah, all the best. Buying better than those three. Anyway, uh, thank you very much for watching, for listening, for subscribing. As I say, check out the Oppo Insights on the RedmenTV.com. Uh, and, of course, uh, midweek final word shows this season to the Champions League and, of course, Milton Keynes, etc., etc., are going to be on there. So all the analysis that you need this season and beyond will be on the redmentv.com. Thank you very much. See you all soon.